Oscars last night. It was a very safe night at the Oscars. Jimmy Kimmel was funny, but he was safe, didn't offend anybody, didn't get slapped in the face. But not bland. No, I thought he was good. I thought he was good. I liked it. I did, it. too. I saw a lot of his stuff today when I was watching clips. Uh, let's bring in our guy who's in Hollywood. Jason Nathanson is with us. He checked out the Oscars. Hey, Jason, how you doing? Is that the bar these days? If you don't get slapped in the face, then you're, you're safe. <laughs> that's, pretty, that's sad, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you're only edgy if you get slapped in the face at the Oscars. Otherwise, it's kind of, eh, it's ho-hum. And that's honestly kind of the, the review today that's being said without being said, because I've seen a lot of reviews like that. It was safe. It was calm, it, you know, without incident. Um, but that's really saying there were no chaotic moments, which there weren't. It was an Oscars. It was an award show. You know, I know we we had Envelope Gate a couple of years ago, and last year we had the Will Smith-Chris Rock thing, but um, you put those two incidents aside, and they're kind of few and far between. An award show is not the most exciting thing. You know, it's a bunch of awards being given out. It's a bunch of acceptance speeches with some jokes in between, and, and that's pretty much what we had last night. I felt it was professional and classy. It wasn't that experiment with, was it Anne Hathaway? And, oh, who is the, who is the uh, uh, guy? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was um uh uh oh, what's his name? Uh, oh, James Franco. Uh, James Franco. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was a few years ago. You know, it recently a couple of years ago. Well, last year we had the three hosts, um, and and they were they were funny and and decent. And then uh, a year or so before that, I think during the pandemic, they moved it to uh, Grand uh, the train station downtown in L.A., and that was kind of a weird vibe. People were sitting at kind of lounge tables and things like that. Um, this was back to normal. It was, you know, if the, if you, it looked as much like a pre-pandemic Oscars as you could imagine. Um, the, the, the red carpet and, you know, well, the champagne carpet, um, you know, it was all kind of the same and the stars walking it, and, you know, you had all that stuff in the Dolby Theater and, and everybody sitting there. So it was, it was business as usual, um, and it was was, again, it was a it was a normal award show. I thought we had some great speeches, uh, especially from the acting winners, from Kiwi Kwan and Michelle Yeoh and Jamie Lee Curtis and Brendan Fraser. And the through line between all four of them, all four of them, have been in this business for decades. Were typecast early on in their careers. They weren't. They felt like they were put in a in in a little like they were pigeonholed, and then they couldn't get out of that and not get the roles that they wanted. And finally, in the second or third parts of their careers, they got the role that they wanted and they were able to turn that into oscar gold and sheer joy all four of those award winners that you just named seemed genuinely moved and uh not entitled they were just truly like hey we stuck in we we did it absolutely Absolutely. In a way that I feel like I haven't seen in a while. I don't know if we get jaded covering these things or people themselves are just, uh, you know, kind of unaffected. But these four, watching them all award season, it seemed genuine. They seem truly appreciative to get this, um, to, to know what it means. Like for Kihui Kwan, right? This is a guy who all, for the past couple months, has been the Oscars' favorite. We knew he was going to win. He told us last night, he doesn't have a job lined up. He's still, even though he, he has an, uh, an Oscar and we knew he was going to get it, the first thing he was going to do this morning was call his agent and see, hey, are there, are there any offers? He talked about as recently as during the pandemic, he couldn't get work. He didn't have health insurance. 
We're not talking about 20 years ago he was struggling. We're talking about now. Uh, so for to, and to see him, he came into the backstage area last night bounding in like Tigger. He was so <laughs> excited. He was bouncing on, onto that stage. Um, and you could tell it was real, genuine appreciation. And his energy is contagious, don't you think? A hundred percent, because I've never seen the press corps clap and cheer as loud as they did for, for somebody when he came back. Uh, you know, it happens sometimes. We try to be stoic. We try to be professional journalists. You know, we're, we're not rooting for anybody. But when a guy like that comes back, you can't help but be affected by it. And then you have the in memoriam where John Travolta could hardly keep it together trying to introduce that because he walked out to the strains of Olivia Newton-John's hopelessly devoted to you and... I didn't know if he was going to mispronounce another name. He kept getting uh, so choked up. Yeah, he really did seem affected by that. Uh, the story this morning being that they left several people out, and Heche being one of them, which is kind of a head scratcher. Um, she was in, you know, Harrison Ford was there to present Best Picture last night. Anne Heche was in a big movie with Harrison Ford, Six Days, Seven Nights. Um, and for her to not be in there, Paul Sorvino, uh, one of the stars of Goodfellas, wasn't oh, in there. Wow. Yeah. Didn't realize that. His daughter, Mira Servino, uh, tweeting today that she's baffled by that. Um, and, you know, a, a, a couple others as well. Charlie Dean, who not a household name, but she was in Triangle of Sadness. She was one of the stars of Tri- Triangle of Sadness, uh, which was nominated for an Oscar this huh. year. Um, so some, some head scratching when it comes to the in memoriam. It seems it always happens. And it seems like one of those things that just shouldn't happen. There should be seven sets of eyes on that thing to make sure things like that don't happen. Yeah. When you're giving respect like that, because I noticed they were like, you can see more in the QR code. I thought that was a way around that of of getting criticized for who didn't make it on the telecast. Even that, though, I mean, if there was somebody, so say Paul Sorvino didn't make it on the telecast, but he was on the QR code. I could still see people being upset by that, you know? Yeah. Put everybody. This thing goes so long anyway. It was, you know, it's supposed to be three hours. It was three hours and forty minutes or something. Oh my like gosh! That. Which is, I think, uh, how long we, Babylon was as well. Oh. <laughs> you know, pretty, yeah, pretty much. You're you're you're, you're very close there. Um, a, a lot of movies. Avatar was was super long. You know, a lot of these movies were really long. Um, but it, so, what's an extra thirty seconds to get in four names on the right. memoriam? You know, in that case. Did you go to any of the after parties, Jason? Uh, yes, it was called my bedroom, and um, I really there was there was a there was it's very hard to get in. Uh, there's a bouncer, um, and I only stayed for about two hours, and then uh, I was back up at work. So, what is the outlook for uh, the big screen for this year? We were so excited last year because Top Gun Maverick was coming out, and it was going to save the future of the theater. How does the outlook look for this summer? There are, there are a lot of big releases. Um, you know, we were excited for Guardians of the Galaxy, although the Marvel movies haven't been doing as well as people would have wanted them to uh, recently. Uh, we saw that with Ant-Man. But last year, you know, we saw some good stuff uh, with the Doctor Strange sequel, Spider-Man, of course. Um, so I, I think the Guardians movie will be good. We have a bunch of – there's a new Fast and Furious movie. There are a lot of big sequels and blockbusters that are coming out. There's another Avatar. Um, so the the prognosis looks good, much healthier than it has been in the past couple of years. Isn't there a Fast and Furious every summer? <laughs> <laughs> Almost. There was, there was not one last summer. There was one the summer before. Is this seriously like, what, the eighth? I think it's more than that. Tenth? Yeah, it's, it's, number, it's big number ten. Oh, my gosh. And, and I believe <laughs> the plan is to, quote, unquote, end with number 11. Oh. Um, but, of course, if there's money to be made, they're not going to leave money on the table. No. 
Faster and even more furious. Exactly. The fastest and the furiousest. Sure. (laughs) ABC's Jason Nathanson with us in Hollywood. Good stuff. Thank you so much, Jason. All right. Take care.